Hi all, RV Empath here, and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Yeah, welcome. It is uh, the end of July, July 31st, 2020 today. And I have been remiss because I have not mentioned a big full moon that's happening at the end of the weekend. So we will definitely be talking about that more in the astrology portion of the podcast. I want to remind you, you can jump around to different portions. There's a beginning sort of talk about a subject having to do with being calm and balanced. And there it is. And then we have an astrology portion talking about what is happening in the skies on this date. But even that you can listen to at a later time because there will be some sort of like new way of looking at things or something that you're struggling with in your life where you get an insight, that kind of thing. And then the third portion is the um, card guidance. And I do have these chapter marked. Okay. Alrighty. How is everyone doing? There's definitely more energy. Um, I can feel, I can feel it. And we have to be very focused on how we are feeling and maintaining our inner thermostats like at all times um, as we go through our days sometimes we will feel super crappy and have to focus on shifting that and sometimes we're going to feel really good (laughs) this morning I had like a shot of energy where I felt like a little kid again like a kid running around on Christmas with a favorite new toy and kind of like screaming in excitement. Ah, you know, like yelling. Was it like a squirrel? (laughs) A yeem. (laughs) Um, But at any rate, uh, you know, when kids just are on a sugar rush and Christmas morning combined or what have you, some sort of holiday, whatever it is, birthday, um, there's that feeling Uh, So I had to actually kind of go, okay, all right, as good as this feels, I am going to rein it in now. And I had to like kind of parent myself because even good feelings need to be um, like tempered a little bit. You know what I mean? Too much of anything is is, uh, not good, as they say. So... Isn't it, I just thought it was odd. Isn't it odd that even like feeling good, it's important that we monitor it sort of and um, bring some balance to it when it starts to get too whacked. I think that also kind of plays into the whole being successful thing. Because right now I'm working on getting through all sorts of blocks, emotional, mental, what what have you, um, having to do with success and I've noticed in the past when I do have successes and when my ego starts to inflate it um, it's it's very interesting because I can see how people sort of stay in that space there are people who get success and their heads like their um, egos right get inflated and they start to think oh I am (laughs) I am it you know 
everything I do is gold, you know, and, um, but it's like, and they stay in this elongated kind of stretch of time where they actually think and feel this way. And it's easy. That's the thing. Um, when you start to get successful and admired and what have you, it's easy to, you know, get kind of stuck into that, that ego based mind state. You know what I mean? It's getting kind of intellectual now, this, this chat. Um, what I'm trying to say is, even then, it's important, perhaps most important to parent yourself and like kind of temper things and balance balance yourself out um yeah because uh don't believe the hype <laughs> don't believe the hype i mean we everyone is dealing with muck and yuck everyone has pain and trauma and drama to work through um and you know i've oftentimes found that people who appear successful on the outside whoo they are sad sacks within <laughs> let me tell you so um yeah so a lot of it has to do with just remembering to stay calm and balanced and like pretty humble you know i don't really think i i think that talents and skills and and lucky breaks and what have you I think that has a lot to do with um, an energetic blessing but like hmm, I don't think it should be reacted to in a way where it makes someone feel like they're better than everyone else I think it should just reinforce um, the idea of staying humble and saying thank you <laughs> for this um, yeah whatever it is at any rate I wasn't planning on talking about all that that was sort of a side rant um, I did want to talk about an experience with rage that I had um, not my rage but someone else's one time when I was still working as an O&M instructor. Now, I uh, went back to school after many, many years, and I finished, I got my bachelor's, first of all, in speech communication, and then I continued on to get a master's in special education. And I, my focus was orientation and mobility, which is so funny, seeing that I... I uh, consider myself an intuitive guide of sorts nowadays. I worked with people of different uh, visual impairments. So running the gamut of, um, you know, some... Anyway, I'm getting a little lost. My point isn't to describe and go into great detail what I was doing. But I, I did work in different environments with people, it turns out, of all ages with different visual impairments. And sometimes the people would have, um, you know, things like developmental disabilities along with the visual impairment. And so it was, um, 
very rewarding, as you might imagine, and also challenging job. Mostly I worked with people over the age of 18, but one time I found myself, I, um, my, the agency I worked for sent me to this school where the school worked with special needs kids, and I was in a smaller, younger age bracket, like five, six-ish, and um, the child that I worked with had severe disabilities and actually was on a standing wheelchair and whenever he, you know, at certain times. And I believe that helped strengthen his uh, legs, his leg muscles. But at any rate, um, and I'm a little vague on the details because I haven't thought about this time of my life um, in a long time, this period of time. Uh, At any rate, so let me wipe off the cobwebs a little more with a feather duster and get in, get in my memories here. Um, So I was unused to working in a classroom, number one, and I was kind of not used to working with, uh, so a classroom setting, children, and then children with severe disabilities as well. So I was off my game. I didn't really know the protocol of like, or the uh, like classroom um, etiquette and that sort of thing. I was just sort of winging it and um, I was still good when working with you know the client but I didn't know all the ins and outs of how to interact with all the other people that I was like in the classroom with you know including the teacher and the teacher had um, a story time and I guess I was doing something and I'm sure a bunch of stuff led up to this, you know, because when people explode, usually it's after a time of suffering <laughs> and simmering. Um, so she was probably pissed off because I was not doing things, quote unquote, right for a while. But at any rate, I was working with my my client, who was the, the young boy, and um, the student slash client. And all of a sudden she you know burst there was story time and all of her students were gathered uh but no one had told me I don't know whatever for for whatever reason I felt like he didn't uh, shouldn't have been there or um wasn't meant wasn't um expected to be there is the word I'm looking for at any rate whatever she was like this is not the time for this and she um she grabbed the wheelchair and pushed it and my student forcefully my student slash (laughs) client like forcefully across the room to like the other side of the room to like a corner but like with um speed and gusto beyond what was um needed at all at the time i mean it wasn't even moving the student wasn't uh you know was was an action that was like out of the blue and unexpected and unnecessary but then doing it like like you're on at a at a race are you kidding me so i mean clearly it was like shocking to everyone in the whole room because it was this unexpected burst um but 
you know, probably most shocking, I'm sure, to my student slash client boy. Um, at any rate, the energy also felt really weird. At the energy felt, and I described it later, um, it felt very... Um, chaotic and uncertain and borderline dangerous now the thing is I went home and I didn't I actually didn't do anything about it for months I think and um, and that is kind of the point that I want to make one of the points of of telling this story and I'm kind of going on and on I want to wrap it up soon but um you can still bring attention to something if, if, uh, if there's been a wrong, if you've been wronged, or if you've witnessed something that you want to, you know, bring attention to or, or talk to um, a mentor or, you know, if there's a situation that you feel like should be addressed, you can still do it after a period of time, because I did. And I went to um, my manager, I've forgotten that his name isn't a manager, but at any rate, I've forgotten his title in the company, but I explained what happened. And I said, I think I'd like to say something, you know, write up a report or something to, um, give to her boss just to, so that they know. And we did that just that. And he stood by me. He didn't even quite, I mean, he questioned me, of course, but he, was behind me a hundred percent even though he said you know I wish you had come to me with this earlier because it, of course it, you know I get it <laughs> but I think what really got him to understand the situation is I said I haven't felt that energy other than my dysfunctional household like my home growing up growing up in um like a severely dysfunctional alcoholic household. My, when she pushed the child across the room like that and acted like that, my stomach like felt the same way. Like I haven't felt that way since I was a kid. And I think that's really what, if he was doubting before, I think that's, that convinced him because it's um, so true. And so I wrote up a letter saying what happened and I thought it was like it needs to be addressed and certainly the teacher needs to address how she reacts to situations even if she's frustrated she can't react like that and um and she admitted it the teacher apologized and said yes I uh you know that um that incident really helped me to wake up to the fact that I am struggling with certain issues that I'm addressing, you know, so that's good. That's a good thing. It's all good. So I don't know who this story is meant to help out there. But so just know that you can still address things even though time has passed. And, um, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to digest stuff and figure out what we want to even do. So, oh, and then there's this. Okay, 
So as I was, I was reminiscing about that story with my husband and this morning, and I said, I said, wow, that job, because I was reminiscing about my job on the whole, like as an orientation and mobility specialist and instructor, woo, do I have stories. Oh my, I mean, really, and I will go into them, I'm sure, in time. Um, at any rate, and because I, you know, I actually quit the job, I think, full stop shortly after this, uh, this incident. And so Chris said, imagine if you can't get out of the job. Imagine if you're working a job that's so emotionally difficult like that and you can't get out of it. And I said, well, but I kind of come from the viewpoint that everyone can get out of it get out of it if they want to and see this is where in the past I have always rubbed people the wrong way but I have the belief that if you want something bad enough and if you try authentically and you intend for it and you link up with God universal energy that miracles can happen like amazing things can happen and it all starts within us and our connection with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Um, so we'll go more into that, I'm sure, <laughs> at a later time. But I do have that belief. And he goes, but what if, you know, you have to feed a family and they have other obligations and they're just like stuck. And I was like, look, it can be done, right? People can change what they want to change in their lives. It just takes an enormous amount of strength. And that's it. Full stop. So it's people making personal decisions for themselves where they feel like putting their energy and where they want to, you know, where they want to overcome obstacles, where they want to go, how they want to live. We are all creating our lives now more than ever. This is an opportunity this time to figure out who you are and who you want to be in the world and heal your muck and yucks that you, you can actually move forward with that. Okay, now at almost the 20 minute mark, I'm going to go to astrology. <laughs> Woo, long, uh, long talk today. Okay, so it is the weekend and um, I just want to look ahead to let you know what's going on. Um, today is a busy day. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. So if you want to hear more about it, you know, give yesterday's astrology portion a listen. Today, I will say that the sun is trying Chiron retrograde. So remember that potential for healing. Okay. And tomorrow, Mercury is opposite Pluto retrograde. Now, oppositions are sort of frustrating elements. And it has to do with change and transformation and our minds. Um, Pluto has to also do with issues of power and control. That's a big one, isn't it? Within our lives. I mean, oh my gosh. Um, wrestling with the topic of like control in our lives. It's, oh, it's so, so interesting because as, 
you know, great minds say there's a realization that we aren't really in control. I mean, the only thing we can control a little, possibly, is our reactions to things. And um, how we um, choose to heal ourselves. Stuff like that. So focus on focus on that (laughs) Um, the sun is going to be square Uranus so there could be some sort of like surprising news or unexpected change on the second which is Sunday Uh, it also could do with epiphanies and it asks for some sort of action so I'm telling you I started doing it already so I totally recommend it for you all start doing stuff you don't want to do like you're scared of or whatever do stuff that intimidates you and make it in like make it so that you're um um kind of like you have to I mean don't don't leave it up to you (laughs) it's kind of like um you know there are blessings to be had right but we have to we have to like work for it we have to it's like tests there's a bunch of tests flying around right now I swear my husband he was tested yesterday with with work it has to do with work like just working hard at something and um it's almost like the universe is like how bad do you want it (laughs) you know show us a little something so um I'm trying to personally work hard and like getting organized and and um working on like working on my projects like writing um and it's almost like uh being uh, like punching a a time card for yourself (laughs) and then do like a bunch of work you don't want to (laughs) do and then punch the time card again so you could think of it like just take a couple hours a day even take a chunk of time every day so that you don't have to like it it might be hard for people to think about doing it on a constant basis but then just think about punching in like for however long each day (laughs) and then um, punching out again and the universe god universal energy would be like yay here's your paycheck (laughs) here's a blessing for you okay so the I'm skipping over a couple of you know there's a couple of other aspects happening um and heading toward the full moon on Monday I think that's happening Monday so I can also talk about it then um it is happening in the morning or late morning eastern time 1059 (laughs) Uh, so okay all right I'm gonna read more and research more about this moon over the weekend it is in Aquarius and one thing I want to tell you is that Aquarius is all about um, innovation expanding our minds and it's about a certain like kind of rebellious energy like the punk movement in music and um, uh, humanitarianism so you know freedom so just see 
see what you is culminating in that aspect of your life or in that um, part of your life or quality of your life, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, see how you can, you know, figure out how that fits into your life. What's coming to a culmination point. Okay. Particularly when it comes to seeds that you've planted. Mm, that you want to see grow. All right. I do want to point out that there is a T-square with this full moon. So that makes it very charged. Now T-squares can be stressful. And it is the the point of the T-square is pointed at Uranus, again, which is the planet of unexpected change and epiphany, and that's in Taurus. So that has to do with our finances, our uh, values, our morals, our special talents and skills we, er, we learn, our self-worth. So the way to relieve the stress of a T-square is to go to the opposite point which would be in Scorpio. So um, Scorpio is about death, rebirth, transformation, um, intimacy, shared resources. And it's like, you know, sex, death and taxes. <laughs> but it is a deep, it's a water sign. Scorpio is very like under the surface of things and I see it as being a very where we challenge ourselves you know we work towards personal empowerment because when you're when you have personal empowerment then the outside manipulation and power and control games that other people tend to play falls away it doesn't affect you and if it does affect you, it's very little. Truly. I mean, the, the way to go is personal healthy empowerment, which is not ego stuff. See, that's when, like I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. When you get too full of yourself, then it brings around drama and trauma again. It's like drama llama. <laughs> drama llama looking for the trauma. No, you have to like remain humble, even though you might be this great person who a lot of people admire and you're very wealthy <laughs> and, uh, you know, you are, have a great home life, you know, you still can't, it's like you have to, I can't, I don't want to say you can't, everyone has free will. What I'm trying to say is, um, to be really happy is to be centered within in and uh, sort of like humble and aware of life's blessings and to not think I am you know this great person who did all this or whatever <laughs> does that make sense I hope it does so I think I'm going to move on to the cards right now. Okie doke. But you all look, if you're more interested, you know, look astrology up over the weekend and listen to Astrology Bear, daily astrology on uh, Alexa through 
Amazon. That tells you every day an important aspect that's happening and where it falls in your chart according to your sun sign, moon sign, and rising sign. <laughs> okay, guidance cards. I am using a partial deck actually, which is strange, um, but I did a, a card reading earlier and it was so good, I'm not ready to put them back yet. <laughs> so I'm doing a, a card reading for you all with a partial deck. And, um, and I got guidance that that is okay. So let's go for it. Uh, I'm now going to ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. And do conscious breathing as I do it. I encourage you to do it along with me. Thanks so much. Okay, I'm back. Guidance cards for today. For listeners. Some important um, a way of thinking and being that we should all look to address or heal. Okay. Wow. We have the Hermit, which is number nine in the traditional Rider Waite. And it's titled Aloneness. And then we have the Ten of Pentacles. And that is titled, We Are the World. So it's very interesting, just if you go by the titles alone of the Osho Zen Tarot. Aloneness on one side, and it features like a solitary figure walking through the dark with an illumination in front of them, which lights everything. There's like a glow around. It's like carrying a flashlight or a torch, right? And traditionally in the Rider Waite, the hermit holds a wand or yeah, a wand with a lantern at the end of it. And the lantern holds the star, which is the, the blessing, the star card, which is like what, number 17 or something? I'm not quite sure. It's one of my favorite cards. Um, at any rate, this is about going within, but the left card shows a solitary figure, right? Yes, <laughs> and on the right, the 10 of pentacles titled, We Are the World. And it features people, I don't know how many figures, dancing around the perimeter perimeter of the globe in rainbow colors, surrounded by stars. So it's like, again, completely different energies. So it's like we are all together being alone. <laughs> we are all together in our um, personal inner journeys because the hermit's about going within for answers and discovering our light and ten of pentacles is perhaps you know shining that light out into the world because ten of pentacles is um gorgeous energy it's pentacles has to do with home and hearth and health and money and ten of pentacles is like everything you know you could ask for is there for you and you feel it and you're 
happy, healthy and whole. What else? Oh, Three of Pentacles, Guidance. Ooh, this is another one of my favorite cards. It features an angel going up, upward, going upwards into lovely, lovely um, healing light. And um, there's rainbow light. I always find this card very uplifting. Um, so, okay. Guidance. <laughs> so as we go within, know that we're not alone. We are, we are the world, <laughs> as the card says. And look for, look for guidance from God, universal energy, um, source spirit, our spirits, guides, and family, loved ones, angels, our personal angels. Um, wow. This is beautiful. Any other... Any other uh, cards? That one just made noise. I took a peek at it, though, in case it comes out again. Can you totally flip the card? Even though this is a gorgeous reading. Three of Pentacles also points to working. Working in a group. All right, and now we have Nine of Pentacles. Wow. Check that out. Nine of Pentacles is a, um, a card of independence. A card of being prosperous. Um, a card of like just really um, being personally empowered. That's what that is. Because it's kind of like a more independent um, personal experience of abundance and prosperity. So it's like personal empowerment. Wow. Look at all the pentacles energy we have, folks. It's, it points to good things happening with the career and money. Making money. You know, ground it all in the good. Do, do. And there are new ways to make money. This is the thing. People who are struggling right now. You got to look for answers and you got to pray and hustle at the same time. Um, and, uh, and I do, I always, I come from the perspective that something like an answer will happen. We will live into the answer. We just don't know what it is yet because it's not here. So as I was talking about that, the Queen of Swords flipped over and it's titled Morality. So right now, let, let us all just get clear, continue to get clear on our morals because I think it's super important that how you make your money matches up to your morals and values within because that, that is like personal integrity. That's integrity. That's really feeling, that's like knowing who you are and, and feeling good about it, you know? And um, in, in a way where you feel clear inside, 
That's priceless. Um, so, you know, how we make our money matters, how we treat other people matters. Right? Okay. Any other cards for today? This is a longer podcast than I expected. Where are we at? Okay. I don't know if I'm going to do a bottom of the deck today. Any final cards for listeners? All right. Woo. All right. But well, bottom of the deck is Queen of um, Pentacles. <laughs> uh, titled Flowering. So. Aloneness. We are the world. Guidance. Ripeness. Morality. And flowering. So, you know, as we go within... Stay connected with God, universal energy. Know that you're not alone. Look for the resources and ask for help. It will be there if you need it. Um, Work on personal empowerment and strengthening personal integrity. And use um, the sword of the Queen of Swords if you have to cut things out of your life. And and, um, be very logical about things instead of being swept away with emotions. And then Queen of Pentacles really step into your bloom in terms of um, whole health and happiness and healthy home. Okay? All right. No small thing. (laughs) That's your weekend homework. Um, So I hope this was helpful. As always, I want to thank you for all that you are and do. Look up Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon if you feel so called there's RV Empath on Instagram etc and have a good and safe weekend as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well thanks so much